You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. Welcome back to episode two, night two of the Crisis on Infinite Earths after show podcast for Geekly Media. Uh, I'm Mitch, and with me is... It is I, Christopher. Hello, everybody. <laughs> we are definitely holding this down for this show. Um, we are the paragons ooh, of podcasting. <laughs> paragons <laughs> of podcasting and comics. <laughs> uh, yeah, that I mean, that makes a lot more sense if you watched the Night 2 episode, Batwoman, of uh, the Christ on Infinite's crossover on the CW. So... Um, there are a lot of Easter eggs in this episode. Like, yes, tonight was loaded. Yeah, uh, I mean, I enjoyed part one, but tonight part two really hit me right in the fanboy. See, that's funny. Is that I, I, I think that's where people are going to fall. Like, yesterday had a lot of uh, homages, if you want to say it, uh, say it like that, and then uh -huh. today had a lot more. But I feel like the writing on it was a little bit weaker than yesterday's episode. I guess I could buy it, but I've seen other people say like they just didn't feel as attached to tonight's episode. So I guess but, that, that's yeah, yeah. But to me, again, I don't have any investment in the you show. None, yeah. So to me, seeing the story, like it, it did what it needed. Like I'm the new fan, so they're getting me. So I'm drawing in. You're the classic fan, and they're like, we already got you, so we don't have to worry. <laughs> so uh, let's let's jump to something that happened towards the end of the episode. So last Those night's credits were beautiful, right? No, <laughs> last night's episode ends with Oliver Queen sacrificing himself and dying. Yes, the death of Ollie. The end of this night's episode is him being lowered into a Lazarus pit and being resurrected. Yes, I mean, can we do that? I mean, we obviously we can do that. It's but beautiful symmetry, honestly. You know, because like. Uh, something I felt, uh, because, okay, when I think of the end of the episode tonight, what really stayed in my mind was the fact that, if we're okay to go there, yeah. the reveal of the anti-monitor, mm. you know? So um, it definitely is, because the monitor arrives, and Ollie shoots him, and then sacrifices himself to save a billion people and says goodbye. This issue, the family brings him alive, he's crazy, he's tranked, and then we see the anti-monitor. So it's almost like a mirror of it, a dark mirror of it. So Very I, true. I like that. I think that's really cool. Uh, it, it's definitely got me vested to say, okay, well, what's going to happen to Green Arrow? Or all arrow i guess he's just the arrow no he's green arrow you know, so what, what will happen to him you know so it's very very exciting yeah i uh and as we know from comics lazarus pith don't just give it away easily no <laughs> no no they don't um yeah i thought it was it's it's not so much that they're bringing him back so quickly it's just that i felt like they they sh i don't know i feel like you're going to be like oh no, we can't do it. And what are you going to have? You have this huskless, or you have this uh, soulless husk now, yeah. right now. Yeah, it's just a, a, a animal, so to speak. And and John Constantine can't do his mojo to to bring the soul back because uh, the anti monitor, uh, any matter that's in the world is is clogging up his mojo to do magic. Apparently, well, see, I like that because so Ollie gave everything to save Barry and Kara, correct? Like he I trade out so they live, correct? Right. Okay. Barry screwed it up because of the friendship. Like I mean, of course, like nobody wants to lose their friend, but now everything that Ollie represented is kind of destroyed because of that shell that's going to be out there wearing Ollie's skin literally and just being bananas. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, it's going to hurt for Barry to see this. It's going to hurt for Mia to watch her father just be a reckless machine. And, um, Sarah, correct? Is that her name? Yes, Sarah, Sarah Lance. Lance. Yeah, that's going to be tough because she knows better, and especially since she went through the the Lazarus Pit process, and, yeah. and yeah. But then again, at the same time, though, 
that does set precedent, so maybe there is hope that mm-hmm. he will eventually come around. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we have we have Laz- we have uh, Oliver back via Lazarus Pit, or at least his body. Uh, the, like you said, the very end of the episode is the the appearance of the Andy Monitor, which makes sense. Like if you think of these as two different movies, is the crisis the crossover crisis <laughs> on Infinite Earths as two different movies? You got the first movie right now, and yeah, the second one, two, movie, three, and then four, five. Okay, so yeah. this is the middle part. This is the middle of the first movie. Like yeah, the big baddie is going to come out and make oh, himself yeah. apparent. Like, uh, and I had seen the picture of him. You know, yeah, the Entertainment Weekly yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. so it had been, you know, I knew what he was going to look like, but I, I have to say, I love that armor. Yeah, I was glad they actually had that because the one I saw, he very much looked more um, like the Anti Monitor from. See, I want to say Anti Monitor, not Anti Monitor. I say Anti Monitor. Like Aunt May, Anti May. You know? uh-huh. but anyways, that was just the thing. Uh, Spider Man comics did that to me. <laughs> anti Venom. Like, oh, it's Anti Venom. You know? <laughs> Stupid riff. Uh, but, um, I, I I'm glad that yes you're right I I like seeing the tubes I think that was great that was very reminiscent of the old school 80s armor uh, because there was a lot of talk that the, his appearance would be much more of the anti monitor from the Dark Side War when he's known as Mobius mm-hmm. so I was like ooh okay so I was glad we did get to see that and I hope he goes through a couple of changes throughout this series that would be great I mean the, the show's not definitely not. F- uh, afraid to go there of making changes and, and showing different costumes and stuff. I mean, look, in, look at just a, at our Clark Kent's in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have the Tyler Hoechlin uh, or Hoechlin or Hoechlin, however you say his name, and uh, his Earth 38 Superman. Yeah. Yes. Um, then we have a Earth 75 Superman, which you only see the dead body of, but it's very much a more classic uh, Man of Steel looking uh Superman outfit, yeah. and uh, and then you have the Earth ninety six, which is the Brandon Routh Kingdom Come kind of yeah his Superman Superman looking yeah um and then we have uh Clark Kent of Smallville yes it was Earth ninety one yeah Earth one sixty seven yeah <laughs> we cannot figure out why it was one sixty seven that that's the strangest thing um but so I kind of feel cheated like getting to that one. I'm going to skip to that one right now. Smallville Superman, right? We never got to see Tom Welling in the actual suit. Right. And if this is the only thing that he's going to be in in the whole crossover series, and he's not going to wear a suit because he no longer has powers, I'm be kind of pissed. But you know what, though? I don't know. Again, that was a show I never really got invested in. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked at Hastings way back in the day, and somebody sold back season one of Smallville, and I bought it, man, seven bucks. I wasted this seven dollars. <laughs> well, because I got so bummed. You'd watch it, and I mean, everything looked good. It looked amazing. This is a post, you know, millennium changing Superman. So this is cool. And I hated every episode because it was like, Clark Kent's dumb. I hate Clark Kent. Now I have powers from kryptonite. I'm going to fight Clark Kent. And it was just recycled and recycled and recycled. And that was the horrible version of the CW TV show formula. <laughs> oh, it was god awful. I, I sold it back. Like mm. I, I took a loss. I was like, it was worth it. Um, so I'm not vested in that show. I think the only time I made a chance to go and watch it again was when they did the JSA episode. I was like, okay, let's see what we got here. And that was just a beautiful looking set of props. Um, I think it's great that he actually gave up the powers. I, I just, I feel that that's more in line with that character. He's like, look, I, I don't want to be the hero. I don't want to do this, you know? And it, it, it nods off kind of to the, you know, whatever happened to the man of tomorrow. You know, I hope we would have gotten very a much little does, bit of that yeah. little wink, yeah. you know, where he's like, look, I'm just a man. I don't need to be in a cape and a costume. Uh, I thought it was great. And I love the fact that Luther is pissed about it. You know, he's like, well, fine, then I'm not going to kill you. Ha. You know, it's like, <laughs> that's cool. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I, I feel it. Like I, I get what you're saying. Cheated. Cause it's like, Oh my God, we're going to have three supermen on one show. This is going to be great. And it's like, well, you had two at a time and you really just had two Clarks and then two supermen. <laughs> so, well, you know, apparently there was an article written today, yesterday, sometime, that says that there's supposed to be a fourth Superman that no one knows about yet. I have you not hope seen that? So that, I haven't that seen headline? that. Today was just I, the internet and I didn't get to meet. I don't know where <laughs> I saw that, but yeah. So that's that's interesting. If there is a fourth Superman out there, 
Uh, any, like, are you thinking maybe Dean Kane? I mean, that's the only one I could think. It would make sense, Dean Kane, since he's there. Um, maybe uh, the, the actor Henry you Cavill? like. Henry Cavill? No. <laughs> no, not Henry Cavill. The, no, the, the actor you like, um, the one from Wings. Who did oh, the Tim voice. Daly. Tim Daly, yeah. What he's a he, Superman. Well, he, he's the, been a voice. He's the voice, so I was mean, Kevin Conroy. Yeah, you know, there there is that, but. And I, I don't see why he wouldn't be able to fill out a suit. He's got the hair. Uh, he would. I would totally see him doing it. Him and his son, they do their own weird little right, webisode yeah. show, and they and had uh, Nathan Fillion, and you know, he put on a Superman shirt with a cape, and Nathan Fillion wore that Green Lantern Halloween costume. <laughs> so they, you know, they, they he I, he would jump at it, and that would be great. It'd be comical. I just don't know, but or know. if they got some like okay from the family, maybe Christopher Reeve. You know, I I I would love that. Like I just. I think that would be great because it was kind of funny. Like I was thinking about that like last night in episode one or sorry, in part one, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, the Titans were there. No, they weren't. That was just a clip. Yeah, that was just a clip. that was just a clip. And it's like, that's cheesy enough. So it's like, well, if they could just do a clip and justify it, then sure. You know, like I want to see something where like maybe you have like the, the the red energy is encircling an earth and then you see Superman fly around the earth shielding it and then he slowly flies off nods at the camera salutes and then flies off and that's Christopher Reeve and we have stock footage and it's like that could be cool like I would I'll cry a little I'm not gonna lie <laughs> uh, so uh, what we couldn't figure out the significance of earth 167 as it as it pertains to Smallville but we had Earth one, uh, Earth seventy five, where the death of Superman, which was, uh, yes, not Superman seventy five, the the classic Dan Jurgens, uh, death of Superman. Uh, then we had um, Earth ninety nine, which was the Earth where we had Kevin Conroy's Batman. Now this was interesting because it was a. Uh, amalgam of yeah he totally would i was just gonna use that yeah he's amalgam like it's it's what it's batman beyond old man bruce but very dark a la frank miller and dark yeah dark knight returns returns but with he's all wrapped up in a alex ross kingdom Kingdom come Come. shell yeah (laughs) so yeah i mean that's the the paragon that we were supposed to get in this episode was the the batman of the future the, the that would be our paragon of courage. Yeah, don't stay with monsters, least you become a monster. Yeah. Uh, so a broken Bruce who's wearing this exoskeleton uh, is on Earth ninety nine. We we well we figured out it was Earth ninety nine because Batman Beyond came out in nineteen ninety nine, and Kevin Conroy was the voice of uh, Bruce Wayne in the Batman, Batman Beyond, Beyond car- yeah. cartoon as well as the regular animated cartoon like years before that. <laughs> so with all that. Um, how'd you feel about that portrayal of Bruce? So now it's fine. Now this is the one where I feel cheated. I was really hoping to see kingdom come Batman interact with kingdom come Superman mm. on the screen. I wanted that. And the whole time I'm watching Kevin Conroy's Batman, honestly, I kept waiting for fangs to pop out and he would be like the Batman of the red rain earth, mm. you know, like I was like, okay, this Batman is just a monster. And, I mean, the Batman in Dark Knight Returns is pretty much a monster. No, like as much as I don't like Frank Miller's stuff, the Batman of the Dark Knight Returns is a hero. He's that gritty general, but he's still a hero. What he becomes later on in the sequels, no, yeah, POS, money, cash grab, <laughs> totally don't care. Like, But the Dark Knight you Returns, know, you say he's not a monster. But yeah, he's not. Because he, he still, like, he doesn't kill the Joker, even when he fights the mutant leader in the mud. Oh, that's fair. You know, he's like, I didn't kill this guy. I'm a surgeon. You know, he grabs the rifle and breaks it. He's like, we never use this weapon. Yeah. So, I mean, they did use his quotes, but I still it's, don't think well, he's it's, a monster. Well, it's, it's further down the line yeah i mean if anything like i almost kind of wanted to even play it as like okay i was thinking about the injustice batman maybe he's along those lines you know but then again even with injustice batman he doesn't kill either yeah Yeah. no there's there's not many so it's grim knight (laughs) yeah you know uh so okay then on the flip side your kingdom come superman is superman 1990 or it's earth 96 yes right yeah 96 now did we come up with a reason why it was 96 we did, and now I lost oh, it. I think it was because Kingdom Come was 94, so if you, you add a few years, I'm guessing. Uh, I think it was the publication of Kingdom Come. And it was, yes. It was the, it was Earth 96 because it was the year Kingdom Come was published. I thought Kingdom Come was 94. 
No, I don't think it is. I think okay, it is ninety six. That's fine. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Ninety six. Uh, that makes sense. He even they they have they've kind of combined uh, Kingdom Come Superman with the movie universe. Yeah, the Superman? Donnerverse Superman. The Donnerverse. That's a great yeah. way of putting it. Uh, so and that's where Brandon Routh was in his Superman career yeah. was part of the Donnerverse, and. Once again, <laughs> I love that they made comment about the fact that this Clark Kent from Earth 96 happens to look a lot like Ray Palmer. You know, I was one. surprised they did that. I really didn't expect as much screen time between um, Earth 96 Clark and Ray. Earth I did Ray, not Ray. S- expect them. Like, I, I didn't think we'd see them on camera, honestly. Like, I didn't think you'd see the two together. And the fact that they did, like, what? two and maybe three scenes i was like wow that's really cool yeah no i i thought it was a, i thought it was a really great thing especially when he's like hey do you also have a gluten oh, intolerance yeah. and he's like no I, i'm <laughs> superman like basically so uh with with uh that being said how did you feel about them incorporating like superman Three with the I've fought in an evil version of myself before. I think it was neat because I know those movies. Nobody likes them. I know Superman three and Superman four. Nobody likes them, but I do. Like I have a fondness in my heart for Superman four because that was like. Do you remember the USA Network? You know, channel yeah, yeah, eighteen yeah. Saturday mornings. You could just watch <laughs> anything and everything. And like there would be those afternoons where they would. And and I fondly remember watching Superman versus Clark Kent. In that junk pile, Superman angrily drinking, and then Superman four with Superman and as you said, Nuclear Man fighting yeah. on the moon. Like I loved that. <laughs> I mean, it was so cheesy, but I loved it. So I'm glad because we were just talking about that. You know, Brandon Routh's Superman Returns. His legacy was only Superman one and Superman two, and then Returns. Mm-hmm. But now they're incorporating three and four, and I'm like, yes, you know, that's really cool. Um, so I think that's great. I, I love that fact. I do feel sad though, because if you think about his trajectory of life, <laughs> it's like, okay, so he's got Jason, you know, his son with Lois, and then Lois is dead because of Joker massacring everybody at, at the Daily Planet. Yeah, I wonder so if it's that like, meant Jason wonder, was still alive or not. Yeah, I'm curious, like, will we see more of Jason? You know, because we should, because they did hint at him having superpowers. Because if you go back to Superman Returns, yeah. like I think he sneezes, yeah, he sneezes or something. Yeah, and the piano is like whoosh. So you know, maybe there's something there. I, you know, obviously we're overthinking it. They're kind of <laughs> like, dude, we don't care. Um, but I thought that was great. One thing I want to point out there real quick. So Kara must have a little bit of a crush on Ray because I don't know that just there's that line when she walks in, she's like, oh my god. You know, Ray, you're so jacked right now. Like, woo. And then that's when you see uh, Superman of Earth 38. Like, calm down, calm down. That's kind of a cousin thing. Yeah. Oh, well, it's the funniest because in the previous crossover, uh, Crisis on Earth X, is when uh, she first meets Ray Palmer. Yeah. She says something about you remind me, you look a little bit like my cousin. Um, And then. The funny thing is, isn't that I think in the other one, oh, maybe that was in the Dominator one, Invasion. So either way, right. he, they make comment about it over and over. Um, obviously, Tyler Hawkland doesn't look anything like uh, yeah. Brandon Routh, but um, it, you, have to, you have to bring into account that the way that Brandon Routh looks in the S- Superman outfit now Jeez, he looks oh. even better than he did back when he did Superman yeah. Returns. Like, I mean, the the show, the, the suit's helping, right? <laughs> you know, this suit helps a little bit, but you like did if he you, bulk? If, you, if you look, no, look at his social media. Like, he is pretty jacked in general. Like, even last year in Legends, he was pretty beefy. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, then, yeah. I mean, when he was on screen, I sat up a little bit more. You know, like, oh, <laughs> hello, Superman. You know, yeah. No, he. He's freaking yeah. He is he is ripped. It was insane, and I mean, you know, he just yeah. Uh, but I mean, he did such a great job as Superman. Like I I don't necessarily care for the movie, but he did such a great oh, job yeah. for Superman. Uh, he did a great job. Like if they ever did a Christopher Reeve biopic, go get him. Let him play <laughs> Christopher Reeve because Christopher Reeve nailed the part of Superman. But you know, like that. Oh man, that was just so cool. So yeah. <laughs> so we skipped over the part of the beginning where the monitor shows up and he's talking to everybody. He's like, hey, um, there's these seven paragons. We've alluded to it so far. But, yes. Okay. And I, we know of four. He's like, I know of four. 
two of them are right here in this room. We got Kara, who's the paragon of Earth. Or, or, of hope. I'm sorry, of hope. Yeah. Kara of Earth One is paragon of hope. Uh, Sarah. Kate? Okay. Sarah, Sarah Lance. Lance of Earth One is the the paragon of destiny. So then, the paragon of truth is a Kryptonian that has endured more. Uh, lost, than, lost any than any mortal man mortal could can, have. Yeah. So they had to go find a Kryptonian. And then the Paragon of Courage was a Batman of the future. Oh, no, a Bat of the future. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was they just, just bat? said Bat. Okay, bat so of the future. The Bat of the future. So I, my mind was like, back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the by the end of the episode, we find out that um, Brandon, or Earth 96 Superman is the paragon of truth and the earth or yeah earth one well, batwoman kate, yeah. kate is the paragon of courage as she stood up to uh her stood to bruce her cousin bruce yeah, yeah and and did what she thought she had to be right um yeah she fights that version of bruce and it's not much of a fight i mean he's kind of an old man he's well but the exosuit i mean you're fighting like that's like when luther wears his suit i mean you know? yeah the exosuit was able to punch car okay across yeah i was <laughs> just gonna say that like i mean granted yes there is kryptonite there but i had to laugh at that like he opens his little crypto disc he punches Kara, she goes flying he goes to throw a punch and then yet kate you know, just kate grabs, just grabs hand, it and yeah. holds off and it's kind of like eh, okay. <laughs> but then she throws him against a a, a pedestal well, that helped yeah that altar that, and that, he just electrocutes yeah. himself uh that was was kind of was kind of funny. Uh, he says, "Let me get you one last word." And I thought that was the worst writing. Was like, "Hey, one last thing, Kate. There is no hope, or something like that." <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, "Why wouldn't you just say there is no hope? Why would you be like one last thing? Like, it, I don't know. It it is pretty bad." But I think they took that opportunity for her to get close, and then that's when she steals the the kryptonite um yeah, she took the little disc disc yeah, yeah. so cuz later on when kara's like i'm going to use the book of destiny which the monitor has brought back even though it was destroyed last year in the elseworlds crossover event um she says i'm going to use the book of destiny to bring back earth 38 and uh kate's like the monitor said that was di- that was dangerous and she's like, well, I got to do it anyways. I'm, you know, I'm hope I have, I'm hope that I'm hopeful that it will work. So I'm guessing she's going to use the kryptonite to stop her from doing something like that. It seems like it. Well, because they're definitely hinting like, I almost feel like maybe this is where they might dip into, okay, let's go way out left field. It's where they might dip into zero hour. So Hal Jordan Ooh. watched Coast City. Well, he didn't even get to watch it be destroyed. Right. So he tempers with time. He uses the resources that he's got to try to bring Coast City back. And then he decides, well, I'm going to write the wrongs all over the place. And it's like, okay, here we go. And, you know, it didn't work out. So maybe Kara's going to have a parallax moment, and then that's why Kate... But then again, bats love kryptonite. Yeah. So they, they just they palm need that, that extra stuff. thing. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, is that uh, <laughs> is there any um, parallel in the original Crisis of an Infinite Earth comic book where uh, someone tried to bring back an Earth that was destroyed? Um, Not in the original. Now because I know- everything was just destroyed, and they didn't know how to reake it. But yes, as you're probably going to go there with Infinite Crisis. Yes. They were Infin- smattering worlds together to make paradise for Superboy Super Prime, Prime and yeah. Alexander Luther Jr. Okay, I have something. This is a stretch, but hear me out. Okay. Earth-167 was an alternate universe in which best friends Clark Kent and Lex Luthor became Batman and Superman. Smallville, Batman. Clark Kent, wow. and Lex Luthor were best friends, yeah. so maybe that's the reach. Yeah, it is weird that you know Clark Kent becomes Batman and Lex Luthor becomes Superman, but it's best friends Clark and Lex. And, and you, you know what? That is a stretch, but I, I can I can get to that. I I'm, I can go for that. Um, I also you heard to, it here first. <laughs> I wanted to bring up the fact that... Um, Smallville actually did end up becoming a comic book. Yes. After the show went off air, I would assume that somewhere in the multiversity, the someone decided to give Smallville a designation of Earth something. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I, they do have a number. I just don't know it yeah, off the top of my head. No one, and I mean, for the most no part, they they called it just Earth Smallville. Yeah, that that makes the most sense. Uh, so. As they're going around finding the paragons of time or the paragons of whatever, so that there's seven of them. We know we now at the end of the episode have four. They needed a time uh, time 
wave wave rider sorry a wave rider uh but they didn't want to use the wave rider from earth one that sarah is already the captain of so they go to earth 13 i think so somewhere around there yeah because that's where they picked up mick and they pick up a the, the mick from that world who has a wave rider that is voiced by wentworth miller the leonard snark captain cold of the legends of tomorrow which was all very odd why did we need to go pick up another Mick? Why can't we just get our Wave Rider and the the Mick that we know? I'm guessing it's because that Wave Rider will get destroyed, just like in last year's uh, crossover <laughs> or two years ago's crossover. Yeah, we get to see the cool moment and yeah. realize that ours is still okay. Yeah, exactly. So, and and Mick will make maybe make the sacrifice. Mick was brought in this episode very much for the comic relief like it, oh yeah he, he brought that he moment. became the babysitter yeah which is hilarious it's like uh like you know squirrel girl getting is the babysitter for luke cage and yeah it's Jessica like all Jones. these people that could take care of the baby of luke and jess oh it's squirrel, it's squirrel girl. girl i mean she's defeated thanos and uh doctor doom, doom and galactus so why not if you want somebody to take care of your baby <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Mick is the babysitter on the way. Writer was was and then just his romance novel too. Well, that's the Spicy. thing that, that's happened in the. In the oh, show. okay, that has been a joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we also ended up going to Earth. I want to say eighteen, where that's where they they found the Lazarus pit that they were going to use for for yes, Oliver. Earth eighteen, as somebody was saying, because eighteen hundreds, the Wild West. Ah, okay. So hence Jonah Hex. Why Jonah Hex is there? Uh, it's it's a pre scarred face Jonah. Yeah, Hex. Sarah's or Sarah's like, well, this is gonna happen, and it's like, dang. Yeah, she just took that Bowie knife right to his face and and scarred it up. So and I love how too Mia then punches him. Into like, the knife. Is that knife cleared or what? <laughs> like, you guys just are going. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, they're trying to bring back Ollie. It's important. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, any other big um, mirrors to the Crisis on Infinite uh, trade paperback? Or- so, to the story, uh, Lila, like Harbinger, uh, the fact that she is now infected, I guess is a good way to call it. So, this is the first time where we're starting to see signs of her being like, I'm not in control, but I'm not going to do what the monitor tells me to do. Essentially, um, because she is the the harbinger for the for the monitor. She, I, I'm kind of looking at as as you told it to me last night. She's kind of like one of Galactus's heralds. Yes, like, that's a good way to say. She, it. she yeah. is the monitor's herald. So the monitors, but as the monitor gets weaker, the anti monitor gets uh, stronger. stronger. He's now able to control her. Yeah, yeah. So she has to come to his beck and call, and that's why she shows up when he calls for her. Yeah, so um, I think that was great. Like, that's very much in tune with Crisis. Um, you know, like, so today, today's episode, definitely, it, it tickled more my TV brain than my comic book brain. So I would say, like, that was definitely in it. The Harbingers, that's new. But again, as we were talking before we started recording, so when the Anti-Monitor gathered heroes, there were seven heroes. Uh, but I just feel like the number seven has always been like, hey, if we're going to gather a group, the seven samurai, mm-hmm. you know, Magnificent the, the Magnificent Seven, the Justice League of America, the original lineup was seven people. So it just feels like that's just that fun number to play with. Uh, so the Paragons, that's brand new, but it kind of harkens back to that idea of the Monitor having his seven people to come do the bidding. So there is that. Um, the Book of Destiny was interesting because – I, I'm not too familiar with it in DC comic book lore myself. Like I know it's a it's a neat artifact, but I was I'm very curious to see if that's how it gets used. Um, they did the call out to the the Book of Oa. That's what it's actually called. So they called it what the Guardian's Tome, I think. Yeah, the good Tome of the Guardian. The Tome of the Guardian. So it's supposed to be the Book of Oa. So that was interesting uh, because the Guardians of the Universe do play a major part in the Crisis. Uh, John Stewart actually got recruited by the Monitor later on and this is when guy gardner finally gets activated to full-time green lantern status in the crisis so it's it's interesting because all throughout most of the arrowverse they yeah, make that big hint they make a lot of allusions to green lanterns and stuff like uh, there's ferris airfield or ferris uh nautical or no nautical but aerospace that's i think is what it's called yeah. um they have uh the john diggle character 
you know, it's been alluded to that he is John Stewart, or he was supposed to be at some point. He even to the point where his stepfather is Colonel Stewart. So, like, if he would have took his stepfather's last name, it would have been John Stewart, Stewart instead yeah. of John Diggle. Um, I think we're going to come across an earth where he is John Stewart Green Lantern. They need to. If they don't do that, that's that's robbing the fans. Yeah. Because that's one of those things where, like, I guess kind of going back a second, because I was just gleaming stuff as we're going through it, and it kind of seems like Tom Welling didn't, like, ever want to be in the Smallville Superman suit. Like, no, let's just not make this happen. Yeah. And, of course, every fan wanted that. But it's like, no, don't do it. Like, you've set that world, that rule set that way. Yeah. So that's why it works out, why what they did. Like, they gave a happy ending. Because in this, that's the only happy ending we saw. That's Everybody true. else has just been having a horrible day. <laughs> so, I mean, let's talk about that real quick. Um, in in that Earth, on that Smallville, or Earth uh, 167, right. he's given up his powers. Yep, he chose to give up the powers, the godhood of Superman. I'm guessing to raise his two gold daughters. kryptonite. Probably, yeah. Because in Smallville, they had different colored kryptonites. They did play that route. Yeah, they had black kryptonite, which split him into two. They had uh, red kryptonite, which I think in the in that version it just made him apathetic. Okay. Uh, yeah, they had blue kryptonite and they had white kryptonite, but um, so I'm guessing the gold kryptonite worked on it, made him give away his powers. But why? Why would giving up his powers make it so that he was a better father? Was it so that he could become a father? I think so, because you look at that like. And it, it's never made sense. Like it's just it's cheesy comic book writing, which is the stuff I love. <laughs> but Superman can be a father and still be Superman. Mm-hmm. Batman can be a father. Spider Man, all of them can be a father. And nowadays we live in an age where essentially they all are fathers because they realize the fan base grew up and most of them have kids already. But back when we were younger, no, we want Peter Parker sleeping on couches and being a bum because we're sleeping on couches and being a bum. It's like, no, that's what I can do. Spider-Man should be better than that. Mm -hmm. So I think we're finally awakening, but yeah, it makes sense because it's like, well, you know, I can't be the father because like it's kind of like it's something that men go through and people go through I guess not to sound you know one gender biased but people go through this where sometimes there's a great job you could have but it's going to put you on the road a lot and you're going to miss a lot and so maybe that's where he decided hey I don't need to be this because the world of Smallville didn't feel like it was a world of heroics I mean yes in the comics later on we see a bunch of stuff but they have unlimited budget but in the world of Smallville, the TV series, I don't recall much. Like, honestly, like, I mean, like I said, they, yeah, they had that JSA episode. Did it lead to anything? Not really. You know, it's kind of like, oh, here's this. So, like, even the other heroes, it just kind of seemed like it was just like, hey, I, I have a gift and an ability. Maybe I'll use it. I probably won't. So it didn't seem out of character for that Superman to be like, I don't, I'm, I'm not Superman. You know, like, it almost, like, I don't know, I guess just because maybe he was on a farm, but it made me almost think of like the Superman from the nail. You know, it's mm. like, it's hard for me to picture myself being the nail that holds everything together. Well, I would say that, I mean, I, in watching all 10 seasons of the show, I would say, I would disagree that I, I felt there were some heroics. And I definitely feel like the, in the later seasons when he, he essentially develops the, uh, the JLA, uh, so to speak, Maybe. Okay, that's right. Yeah, because it had Aquaman, Kid Flash, Cyborg, Cyborg. But I think the Kid Flash ends up getting killed, so I don't think that that counts. But uh, and it was Bart too, huh? It was Bart. Yeah. Wow. Um, I think that I would think that he would have given up the the life because he felt the world was in better hand or in adequate hands. So instead of in the nail of you know that Superman. Not knowing what he has, yeah, not knowing what he's having, living with the Amish, he this is a this is a one that's just like, all right, the world's fine now, it's in good hands, I can go do something else. So Luther being president on that world because that's what so gets that would dropped. Be Rosenbaum, yeah, and, which and that is, was hinted at in the that show, was hinted a at lot, in the show, yeah, because that was the big thing in the comics at the time. So yeah. is Luther? Then I guess in this case. Is Luther evil enough that you have to stay vigilant on Earth 167? That is a good question. Um, I would guess not because he, even he's like, when they're like, hey, uh, Lex Luther's coming here to kill. He's like, president? I didn't think the president President's was coming here? today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it didn't seem like. So then that's why he can do it because that would, Luther is maybe, not 
evil enough. <laughs> it, maybe at that point, like he, the the two of them had brokered their friendship back. You know, like got got yeah. it back to the point where he's like, I I trust the guy. Yeah, so maybe that's it. That could be the the universe where they healed. They really are best friends. <laughs> but you know what? It really upsets me that it's not the thing that we said or that that kind of we came up with was that being Earth Prime. Like I kind of <laughs> wish that was what happened. Yeah, that there. would have been neat if we could have Superboy Prom and, and you get Tom Welling being that Superman where it's like, no, I will do it my way. I want it my yeah. Because uh, Superboy Prime is such a great character. I mean. I would love to see him redeemed, but God, he's great when he's evil. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, I mean, in that one, he also has at least two daughters that we know of. Yes. So, uh, let's see what... like I said, it was a lot of a lot of like homages, a lot of Easter eggs. Yeah, today was TV. And I don't TV and movies. Yeah, I don't. I feel like we've kind of gone through all those. Well, yeah, I mean, like as you watch the episode, or if you get a chance, go back and listen. To, listen to the soundtracks. You'll hear John Williams. You'll hear Danny Effman, and then that is great. That's that is awesome. Uh, look at all the newspapers because that'll take you back to Superman the movie, Superman Returns, and even the Kingdom Come newspaper will be Kingdom Come like yeah, that. True. Yeah. That's cool because that's comic book art on the walls, you know. So that was that was great stuff because I didn't even catch this. I I sent it to you this morning. If you go back to part one with Will Wheaton, his sign comes from Superman the movie part two, the Earth is Doom or whatever it was. So it's like that's that's neat, you know. Like they snuck in a lot of little things, and it's the little things that are cool, you know. Um, I guess so. What? Because tonight's episode, tonight's episode really put it all out there. I mean, Tom Welling, Smallville, uh, Brandon Routh, Kingdom Come, uh, Kevin Conroy, Kingdom Come, ish, ish, um, uh, the Anti Monitor. I mean, they put a lot of stuff that we've been foaming at the mouth for with these pictures. What was the big one that you liked that they did a great job with? And what was the big one that you just felt cheated because they didn't do more or did? Oh, I definitely feel like the Brandon Routh kingdom come Superman was amazing. They did a great job with that. Uh, and I already said, I, I felt cheated with the Smallville su- Superman. Like I feel like Erica Durant was in the first, first night's yeah, episode. Yeah. So, I mean, she got to play a Laura, uh, Supergirl's mother and then she came back to play Lois Lane in this episode so it's just like well why can't Tom have a little bit more you know yeah, that'd be nice uh I, I just feel like that would be that would have been that would have been nice that would have been cool uh what about yourself uh for me the, the 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 thing that takes it is Brandon Routh's Superman yeah oh my god like like I said, he did a great job in Superman Returns. It was just a weird script, you know. They yeah. just had some weird moments, but seeing him watching two Superman fight in the skies of Metropolis, <laughs> uh, that was so cool. Um, it, the things he was saying, you know, like when he was under the spell, and he's like, "I deserve this," you know, I couldn't save my family. I was like. Man, that's a hurt guy. I kind of wish they would have played him up a little bit more with the hurt side because he's still happy and heroic. Like once the spell's gone, he's like, "Are you okay?" And yeah, everything's all right, and I'm gonna use my my Christopher Reeve Superman voice, <laughs> you know. And that was great, but yeah. So, but that was just beautiful. That was over the top. It was fantastic. It looked right out of a comic book. It did. Thank you. Um, the part that I felt cheated again, like you know, it's a redundant question, I guess, but. Um, Kevin Conroy. That's mm-hmm. such a shame. Like I wanted his Batman. I wanted his Batman to be just. Like I wanted him to be like, you know, like I was hoping there'd be a moment with the two and it's like, no, Clark, you don't get to be, you know, you don't get to be hanging on the cross here. You don't get to be the only one who suffered loss. Look at me. Look what I've become. You know, like I just I wanted that moment. <laughs> Well, we I mean, so close, you know, I mean, this weekend, you know what? We've gotten the kingdom come Trinity, but we'll never see the three of them interact. No. And I mean, I was at least hopeful for two out of three. I was <laughs> like, all right, two out of three is going to happen. But yeah. So to me, that's the one that just, you know, they brought him in. He he looked better than what his character represented. And then they killed him. So it was kind of like, man, because I mean, Tom Welling, there's still a chance. You know, there's, there's something could chance. happen. Yeah, you know, yeah. he could oh. just quickly wink and then crush the axe, and then oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I uh, did go and find that article. The the article is just simply talking about in the trailer you see a four Superman. It's the one that's in the news clip of uh, Superman, de- the death of Superman. 
Okay, so, so that's it's a just talking about that. Yeah, it's a fourth Superman. Yeah, and do yourself a favor, fans, please click wisely because <laughs> there is going to be so much. Because we saw even ourselves as we were doing a little, you know, front loading uh, that I, the Andy Diggle one where it's like, oh, a major Green Lantern thing was mentioned tonight. No, it wasn't. John Diggle. You know, well, no, but for Green Lantern, they were like, oh, because they were talking about the tome of the Guardians. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And they used the John Diggle Green Lantern right. image, and it's like, no, that didn't happen. We haven't seen John Diggle yet. No. Uh, the Which Green Lanterns they, they, haven't been called. No. And they made reference to him. They're, they're like, oh. Where's John? He's like, oh, he, he's watching John John Jr. on our Earth. Like, he's back home yeah. kind of thing. So uh, I don't know if they're saving him for later or not. Now, this episode was the Batwoman episode. Yes. So yesterday's episode was a Supergirl episode. Is that the reason why both episodes are very Superman, Batman heavy? Uh, so to me, I, I feel Supergirl set up story. So it didn't feel anything heavy. Like, I mean, yes, you could say, well, you know, we saw Burt Ward. We saw uh, Alexander Knox. I forget the, the actor's name. Robert Wool. Um, uh, what other cameos were there? Uh, I think that was it, right? Yeah, but I mean, you, I mean, we got the introduction, the introduction of Superman and Lois Lane and Argo City again. And, right. And, you know, a lot of the story takes place on Earth 38. So no, then I just I don't know. Like I mean, it makes sense that Earth thirty eight gets referenced because Supergirl is the one that's off planet. Right. So that made that felt good. Like that made sense why everything is not so Earth one centric because she herself is not Earth one centric. So that felt in alignment. Episode two tonight, part two tonight with the Batman Batwoman one. Um, I mean, it, it, I guess it did because the moment. Like I was surprised because the Kevin Conroy Batman moment was pretty lengthy. It was mm -hmm. pretty beefy. Uh, but then again, the Superman moments were pretty beefy as well. Yeah. You know, so I, I think they did a good share. Like, I mean, it's kind of interesting because as I'm watching this again with my big ignorance on the CW verse, I'm watching a movie. I'm not watching shows. Like, yeah. I have to remind myself, like, what airs tonight? What is this? Like, I think tomorrow's The Flash. Tomorrow's then? Flash. Yeah. And I only know this because I've cheated and I look at, you know, like the, the airing schedule. But they don't feel like they're they're doing a great job of balancing all the characters. Like, you would have to tell me who is considered a co-star tonight because or a guest appearance because they all look like they're being very, very handled nicely. Yeah. The, the, the idea that these are, this is the Batwoman show and the Yesterday was Supergirl show. It doesn't really, in tomorrow's Flash show, it doesn't really count um, because it's the crisis. It's everybody's yeah. there. Uh, but you, I, I assume tomorrow's episode you'll see more of Iris. You'll see. You'll see. Uh, I hope we uh, finally see John Wesley Ship. You'll probably see John Wesley Ship. You'll so. you'll see um, uh, Carlos Valdez who plays Vibe or now oh, okay. Cisco. Um, you'll see those characters. I I'm, I don't know if you'll see Elongated Man, which I, I know you're not watching Flash, but he is probably one of the best characters that they've added to the show. Wow. He, the Justin, no, not Justin Hartley. That's the name of the other guy. What is his name? Hart, Hartley Sawyer, who plays uh, Ralph Digney, is so good. So, such a good actor. Huh. Um, but yeah, there's going to be lots. I, I assume it's going to take, take place a lot in Central City. But other than that, you're still going to have it's it's still going to be the crisis. Nice. I hope when they leave us with the cliffhanger, I hope Barry gets kidnapped. Like he just gets kidnapped and it's like, oh, my God, is Barry going to live? Is Barry going to die? You know, I just I hope that happens because I mean, I, we know it won't be Grant Gustin's Barry that dies. Right. We don't know if a Barry will die, but they can cheat. You know, Barry Allen died and that's the way they write off. That's John true. Ship. That's true. Um, but I just I hope. I hope we do get that mystery of the flash, you know, like that, that tie in with crisis. And I know it's been there since episode one of the flash with the newspaper. Yeah. But I really hope if, if we got to sit back for a month, I hope that's the thing we're sitting with and worrying about. I, I just, I really, I know this sounds weird, but I kind of hope that we get that, uh, infinity war, um, like ending where it's just very somber and everybody's sad and luckily we like you said last night we only have to wait a month to see yeah. this version of Endgame as opposed to a whole year so I, I'm okay with that I, I just want there to be like the oh I want there to be that tragic moment where they're like we everything's lost yeah we're not doing it so I mean maybe tomorrow night is the destruction of Earth X you know you do have Earth another X was already destroyed you know oh it, was it already destroyed. was it was destroyed oh it was that's right because for the ray the was ray, flying yeah. away but from okay yeah so i mean i don't know well okay earth three i know what's gonna happen it's gonna be the death of the monitor 
Oh, that makes sense. That would be the best thing to do. You kill the monitor. They've lost their leader, so that way Harbinger has to step up, and that plays really big into what happened in Crisis. There you go. Okay, so uh, any other big revelations that you're you're, you're hoping to see that that correlate back to the comic book in, in tomorrow's episode? I guess just... To me, like I would love so the big thing that I focused on when I was looking at Crisis on Infinite Earth, I was looking at the four: uh, Superman of Earth two, Lois Lane of Earth two, um, Superboy Prime, and Alexander Luther Junior. Uh, so I'm I, I'm like yes, we're gonna have the Paragons, the seven, but I kind of want to be like okay, who are my four? Like who are my? So it feels like like tonight's episode. Tyler Hawkland, his Superman and Lois, they stepped up. Mm-hmm. So like I could feel like that's like there's your Superman and Lois. Um Brandon Routh's Superman definitely shined. I mean, I just I'm gushing over it. It's amazing. <laughs> so he could almost fit that role of being Earth 2, but then almost being Superman Prime. Uh so there's that. And then it comes down to like the Alexander Luther, like who is that character? Is it John Cryer's Lex Luthor? But he doesn't fit the premise because he went too evil too fast. Mm-hmm. But I'm just curious, like, will we have that? So it, that's what I want to look for. That's I, what I want to see revealed. I do want to say that John Cryer's Luthor was just dumb. Like, the whole point <laughs> of him being in this show, this episode, was was pointless. Yeah, because, like, we were saying, like, oh, well, he's supposed to, his role is that he'll help them find the Paragon Superman faster. And it's like... Lois and Clark and Iris were already on that earth. They yeah. were talking with him and he appeared. Um, yeah, no, I think I think it should have been if I could replay that differently, I would say that Brandon Routh's Superman shouldn't have done anything. He should have been like, you know, when they come in like it's a problem, it's Luther. And he should have just been like, Um, I write stories. So if there's something going on, what hard evidence do you have? And he should have just been playing up the fact that he's not Superman until John Cryer's Luther came up. And then it's like, I'm going to force you to be Superman. And that reminds Brandon Ralph Superman of his failure. That and makes that's sense. what forces him to act. And that would have been like helping him to bring the Paragon back. Right. Instead of just being like, well, let's have a goofy fight. Because even I was sitting there the whole time. I'm like... So you have John Cryer holding a big giant book with both hands and you have Lois and Iris who are great at constantly (laughs) screwing around, getting into some kind of trouble situation and they're not going to do anything to John Cryer's Luther and thankfully they whapped him over the head. (laughs) But it was like, yeah, if I thought of that, that's cheesy. (laughs) Uh, You know, I really hope that we get a big surprise in tomorrow's, which I'm sure we will. Like, oh, I think so, yeah. The death of Ali in the first first night was a big surprise. The re- resurrection of Ali yeah, in the second night is a, is a big one. So, which I hope, I really hope that in Kevin Smith's uh, after show tomorrow, uh, he talks about, hey, I know a thing or two about resurrecting Ali. So. Yes, no <laughs> kidding. Well, because there is, there's been a TV specter, right? Didn't they have it on uh, on Constantine? Constantine? Well, it, so he hadn't be become cool. the Spectre yet. Oh, okay. All right. The girl, the female lead on that show, was able to like touch people and kind of see their futures. And at one point, she touches him. He looks dead, but you see the green aura around him. Okay. It's the um, not Christmas Allen, but what's the Jim name? Jim Corgan. Jim Corgan. Yeah, Jim Corgan was there, and she's like. I see things for your future kind of thing. Uh, well, if they did something like that, because, yeah, they can't do the Hal Jordan Spectre. That no. helps Ollie get his soul back, which would have been great. <laughs> but that'd be cool if they did have the Spectre tie into like yeah. helping him recover the soul. So that'd be neat. But, yeah, I hope there's a, a big either either a big surprise story-wise or a big surprise cameo-wise. Yeah, I think – I think. well, I, I feel like we could get both. And now something that came to my mind, what if they wind up saying, like, what if Mia sacrifices herself for her father to live? So that now we get – So you have the death of Ollie, you have the resurrection of his body, and now you have the trade for his soul. Because, well, you know, you can never just bring a soul back without it costing something. So maybe that's what happens. So I know in Legends we're supposed to get Ryan Choi of uh, – Oh, the Atom, yeah. Yeah, the Atom, the second Atom. I don't know if he's supposed to show up in this um, crisis. crisis or not, but I would love if if I could get one character to show up that hasn't been introduced into the uh, Arrowverse yet. It'd be Plastic Man, <laughs> Eel O'Brien. I'd want to. I I don't know oh. how they would get him to to work in the in the show, but. <laughs> 
Hey, you know what? I any any new character is always a great thing. But it's, what's the one know? character other than other than maybe Hal Jordan Green Lantern? No, I, I like don't to have see? to aim high. I can. I got. Play, you know, I've got seven out there. Yeah. Um. Okay. So just for pure selfishness, I want Pieter Cross Doctor Midnight. Like it sucks that he's never been introduced because they really did have some good foils with him and green arrow, uh, Dr. Anton cross Anton P Peter Anton cross this, the third, uh, Dr. Midnight. I mean, he only made one new 52 appearance and that was in the green arrow books. So that would have been perfect. He'd be great for the team. Why he's a healer. You know, now you have a doctor on a team of street heroes who are constantly getting beat up. <laughs> so it was a no duh. Plus he's that love triangle between him canary and uh, uh and arrow yeah. but even then if you got arrow and felicity is yep. that that what that is um you could then have black canary and dr midnight that would have been great so that would be the ultimate win for me hey let's bring him in and then that way hopefully dc will recognize the character and do something with him uh but if not then just finally give me ted cord introduce ted cord you've hinted at it you've they've have in the arrowverse have hinted that should that, have been brandon routh yeah it's supposed to be Brandon. Which, that would have been great to see brandon as ted cord, cord. that would have been pretty cool and then that way i could get my booster gold fixed <laughs> so the last thing i wanted to bring up is that tonight was also the tie-in episode of black lightning uh but just not officially built not a a yeah not part of the crisis officially but is uh, a tie-in episode so the biggest tie-in is at the very end um uh, the, uh, the episode ends with the antimatter wave wiping out their earth wow uh, yeah and, and though Black Lightning is rescued by a flash of light, most likely from Monitor Harbinger, recruiting him for part three. So he's going to show up like that in part three. Makes sense, because if it's the Flash, those who ride the lightning, as they like to say. <laughs> oh, this is so true. Okay. Uh, that's a missed opportunity. Just throwing that out real quick. That's a missed opportunity. They should have incorporated the Black Lightning episode full on. Yeah. You know, because if he's going to be a major player and you just destroyed his world, don't just say like, oh, let's do because that's that's typical comic book stuff yeah. where it's like we'll put the banner on there yep. and then you'll have like Captain Marvel flies by and he's like, hey, uh, Plastic Man, we're going to go to the center of the universe to save everything. Will you join us? Yeah, I'll join you at the end of the issue. And then Captain Marvel flies off and then Plastic Man's like, all right, time to do my things. Because <laughs> that's the sound effects. That's that's how they look, yeah. right? Right there, written in there. Okay, so uh, all right, I'm excited, still excited for the. Oh, next I'm episode. still hyped. Yeah, still hyped for the Tonight rest. of Tonight was great. Like Brandon Routh, Superman, just like yeah, good job, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Two Brandon Routh's on the show. That's that's yeah, insane. That's crazy too. Uh, if you have any opinions on tonight's episode, yet last night's episode, or what you're expecting from tomorrow's episode, I'd want to hear it. Chris wants to hear it. Find us on Twitter. I am at Mitchipedia GEM. GEM stands for Geek Elite Media. Find Chris on Twitter at... Stuff I should say should being spelled S-H-U-D. The rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, so you can find the rest of us there. Uh, also at Geek Elite Media on Instagram and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. But until tomorrow... It's Crisis on Infinite Earths Night 3. This is Geek Elite Media saying, always remember to geek, geek out. out. This concludes our broadcast. 